0: Hi, folks. Welcome to the Wealth on Any Income podcast. This is where we talk about money tips, techniques, attitudes, information, and provide inspiration. I'm your host, Rennie Gabriel. In the previous episode, I described how to write your five-year goal from the future, not from the present, and the first of the two mostly common overlooked elements that support your achievement of the goal. These two elements are working with other people and tracking results. Today, we'll talk about how to work with others and how to track results. It'll be about 15 minutes. Hopefully, you've heard me say this before. As I read, I could stumble over some words. I'm not a professional voiceover actor, so please forgive me if that happens. In my book, I talk about the two most overlooked elements in achieving your goals. Since then, I discovered some improvements on them. I recommend listening to podcast episode number nine, where I talk about the book, Change Anything. In that episode, I describe a no-fail six-leg structure of support that you can use to get out of debt and or create wealth. When you use all six of these areas of support or influence, it can even allow you to end smoking or overeating, repair a rocky relationship, and even end substance addiction without leaning on willpower. It's very powerful. The following are two ways to work with other people, coaching and speaking to others. Speak to others and ask for coaching. It's funny if you think about this. Why is it the finest athletes in the world have a coach? Is it because they're incompetent, helpless, don't know what they're doing or how to do it effectively? Of course not. They have a coach because they recognize the value of having someone hold them to account or hold them to a higher standard than they're yet to achieve. I guess regular people don't need coaches, though. (laughs) It makes more sense for regular people to continue to make mistakes and get no feedback, right? Repeating what doesn't work builds character. Obviously, these are silly comments, but they illustrate the silly thinking we sometimes have, like, I want to prove I can do this all by myself with no help from anyone. A coach doesn't always tell you something new. Sometimes they tell you something you already knew, but a little differently or at a time you most needed to hear it. They can create the opportunity for you to have a shift in attitude about what you thought you could accomplish. They can also hold you account to do another 2%, which when repeated over and over again, results in a huge shift in what you were previously doing. Even though I'm semi-retired, I still coach four to six business owners or professionals a year. It's such a joy to work with people who can take the coaching and produce results. A recent client in the construction business is such an example. I would suggest he take a vacation with his family or sell a piece of property or set up a meeting with a particular person and he would just do it. In the six months we worked together, his net worth increased from 900,000 to 1.5 million. That's a $600,000 increase in net worth in six months. He said the fee was well worth it. Coaching is designed to empower you to use more of the talent you already have, to apply more of the skills and abilities, to break up the limiting thinking which may hold you back from applying those skills and talents, to support you in making choices which can alter the quality of your life. If you look at it. The quality of your life comes down to the decisions you make on a moment by moment, day by day basis. Haven't there been decisions you've made that have changed your life, both for the positive as well as the negative? Haven't there been decisions you've made which were colored by the understanding that you had at the time about a particular situation or person, and they shifted what could have been the result in either a good or a bad way? Of course you have. A cat may not know the results of walking on a hot stove, but once it burns its paws, it'll make better decisions in the future. Like a cat, many of us have learned through pain. We tried things and may have used poor judgment, which gave us information about what doesn't work. As a result, we may look at how we can make better decisions next time, or we may react to and avoid anything that looks like the same situation. The word distinctions is used to describe this concept of using information to make different decisions. The research I've done indicates several authorities who offer transformational programs to use this concept, including Anthony Robbins and Werner Earhart, the founder of EST. A distinction is defined in the dictionary as a quality or characteristic that makes something different. Someone might give us a flower and we make that mean something. What happened is we were given a flower. What it means or the interpretation is what we add to it, such as the person likes us, wants something from us, or is just weird. The distinction is that the two events are separate and different, receiving the flower and the meaning we assign to it. However, in our normal day-to-day life, we combine the two events into one and cannot distinguish one from the other. The cat does not recognize what must occur for the stove to be hot. It only knows it must stay away after it's burned. We have the ability to see the difference between a hot stove and one that's cool. To produce the financial results available to you, you will want to see the difference between how you've taken actions in the past and the results. Just be aware that it is difficult to be open to a more powerful and fulfilling life if you refuse to look at the interpretation or the meaning you've assigned to a past event. If you shared something personal with someone who later used that to hurt you, it could mean that you should never share anything personal again, or it could mean you need to be more discerning about with whom you share personal information. A coaching relationship can provide the clarity and distinctions you may be looking for. This book is like a coach. This book is my attempt to reach out and provide you with information you may already know but not be using, to dig a little deeper when you hear something negative from another person, to provide the motivation to you to use what you know. I may provide some new information and I hope I provide the inspiration for you to take action on it. I will provide tools to create financial independence which you may or may not have had before But explain it in a way that creates the desire for you to use the tools and create prosperity for yourself. And the most powerful way to create or produce the results you want is to go beyond this book and work with other people. This book cannot interrupt your faulty thinking, that requires another person. But two people can use this book as a guide to coach one another. Another way to evaluate a choice, besides our own experience, is to use the experience of others. You'll find the experience of others in this book. We don't have to get beat up as we learn things if we're willing to see what worked or didn't work for others. The key is to determine how similar you are to the frame of reference you're using. Because your uncle, aunt, whomever, went broke in a grocery store business or lost money in the stock market doesn't mean the same will happen to you. Speak to them or others who knew them and get the whole picture. I recall a story of one of my clients who told me about a grandfather who went broke in the depression and lost his business, as if the depression was the cause. When he investigated further by speaking with his aunt and uncle, he discovered this grandfather was an alcoholic and a gambler. He would have destroyed any business regardless of what was going on in the economy. People say things like stocks are bad because they lost money. What they don't tell you is they were gambling in penny stocks and not investing in well-respected or profitable corporations. You have to get more information as to why they say what they say before you take it at face value. How similar is your knowledge, skills, and attitudes to theirs? If After all I've provided so far, you're still reluctant to ask other people to help you. I need to ask you this. What makes you so grand, noble, and regal to rip off other people of the good feelings they could have? I assert the following. When you don't ask other people for assistance or allow them to support you, you're ripping them off. You're taking away from them the opportunity to feel good about themselves by contributing to you. I hope you can hear what I'm saying because this is the most important key to getting what you want, asking other people. I'm sure you know there are some people not to ask, right? You know who they are. They're the family members who tell you that you're an idiot for thinking you deserve what you're asking for. They're the coworkers who have their lives in the toilet and want to tell you why you belong in there with them. Use your head. Use critical thinking. Either stay away from these people, or if you're inclined, pull them out of the toilet. Tracking results. This is the second vital missing component in most goal-setting workshops. It involves tracking your results. You'll recall the first was working with other people. It's taking the time to write down the small daily action steps and milestones in the calendar you use, appointment book, smartphone, computer, or week at a glance. Whatever it is you use, you need to write down your action steps in there and monitor how you're doing compared to what you planned. Are you aware how much of the time a plane flying between Los Angeles and New York is off course? It's about 95% of the time. How can that be? It's simple. The plane follows a type of radar tracking beam. When it gets off course to the north a few degrees, the instruments alert the flight crew and they correct to the south. They pass right by that beam again. And when they get too far to the south, they're alerted again and correct. They do this hundreds of times during the flight. In addition, they'll communicate with air traffic controllers. Look at what showed up. Pilots not producing the goal by themselves. Hmm. If they weren't paying attention, or didn't have this beam to guide them, they could end up in Miami instead of New York. When I was working on one of my goals, which was writing my first book, I wrote in my appointment book how many chapters I had to have completed by a certain date. When I got to that date in my appointment book, if I wasn't where I needed to be with the number of chapters, I knew I was off track. I could take some corrective action. If I didn't have the guideposts written in my appointment book, I could have just wandered farther and farther off track. Here's your opportunity to grow. Write down who you can work with on your financial goal and the guidepost with the dates of where you want to be on your journey. In the next episode, you'll hear the five-year goal I wrote and how the support structure came into place so I could succeed. Listen to the Wealth on Any Income podcast on your favorite platform, and please rate review, and subscribe. Until next week, be prosperous. Bye-bye for now.